Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. Each episode will cover topics to help you overcome frustrations we all encounter in our maker community. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running MakerExperiment.com, and my co-host Stephen Ellis is a part-time woodworker running Old South Woodcraft. We have both encountered bumps and pitfalls along the road we call making, and we are using this podcast to help you avoid the same pitfalls. Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast for episode 24, 2019 goals. What's going on, Stephen? Uh, not much, Trevor. Not much. Uh, survived survived Christmas, survived the holidays um, back in South Carolina, and I actually did a little work this week, uh, at least my day job work, so I haven't really done much in the shop other than just little odds and ends things. I was right there with you. I worked Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, wow. You even worked Wednesday. I did. I didn't want to waste vacation days because I want to use them next year. That's true. That's true. Unfortunately, I like I've hit my cap on PTO because I never vacate, uh, <laughs> so I had I had to take vacation days. Well, that's plus, not the worst thing. Plus, I had family to see on Wednesday, anyways. So, um, so I didn't work Wednesday. I was I was in I was in Tennessee. Nice. Yep. Did you bring back wood this time? I did not bring back wood. Uh, I think it may still be at the kiln. I think. Mm. Don't hold me to that. Because I really don't know. It's my dad's golf buddy who owns a large sawmill. Like, he runs a production sawmill. Um, but then there's a guy down the street from him that runs a smaller sawmill. But they make cabinets or something, so they have their own kiln. That's cool. Yeah, my dad's golf buddy doesn't sell any kiln-drowned wood uh, because none of his clients need it. Like, he's selling poplar for crates and boxes and shipping containers and pallets so whoever his end client is they do all the drying if it needs to be dry that's cool yeah so what are you watching this week uh i am watching binge watching basically reruns of brooklyn 99 because it is one of my favorite shows and it's been off the air for a while because it got shut down and then changed networks and it's finally coming back around is that the one with Andy Sandberg? It is Andy Sandberg and Terry Crews. Okay, I I know what you're talking about. Yes, I love it. I love it. It's so good. Nice. I yeah, honestly, I think, I've, I think I've watched one episode on an airplane. Gotcha. Honestly, Andy Sandberg is great, but he's not my favorite character. Captain Holt uh, is probably the best character because you have no idea what he's going to do. I'll have to watch an episode. Yeah, he's very sort of like uptight, rigid, robotic sort of guy, but he can say or do the most random thing that's outside of that, you know, rigid structure, and it just makes the show great. Keeps it lively. It does. It very much does. It very much does. And then they've written his character to be slightly less rigid over time. Nice. Nice. Yep. So how about you, man? What have you been watching? We actually rented Black Klansman last night from Redbox. Black Klansman. That sounds it, interesting. So it's about the 
a black police officer that infiltrated the KKK? How exactly does a black police officer infiltrate You'll, the KKK? I'm not going to ruin the movie. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that's... Um, go to Redbox, rent it for like a dollar eighty or whatever it was, and watch it. It was good. I liked it. Right. My I'm wife wanted f- to see it, so that's what we got. I've got to, I've got to find the follow up to Jurassic World. That like, I guess Jurassic World Two or whatever. That one's good uh, too. Yeah, I've got to try to see if I can find that on Redbox. My, my parents were kind of watching it while while we were at home because they have like every channel possible. So I watched about a 30 or 45 minute chunk of it and I really got into it and then didn't see the rest of it. So now I'm pretty pretty upset about that. That one was good. I think it's I think it's that red box. So it sounds like you and I both have just kind of chilled lately. I guess have you done anything since it's mostly just been work stuff and holidays? Have you done anything in the shop that was just kind of fun, rando sort of stuff? So I cut two signs that are currently being painted one maxed out the width of the new laser so it's 39 and a half inches wide holy crap and then the other one it maxes out the smaller one so it's 23 and a half okay i still have a couple pieces to cut for that second one but they're in paint that sounds official they're in paint they're in paint like like you've sent them out to a to a body shop a paint company, aka they're just drying right now until you can put more rattle can finish on them. Correct. <laughs> I wish, but it, it sounds much cooler. It I wish it cooler. was quote in paint somewhere where it wasn't as messy to deal with, but you know you do what you got to do. Exactly. Exactly. Well the. Um, for the people that have been following me on IG, of course, I have more old tools. I uh, came back from Tennessee with more old tools. Um, some of them are very important pieces of my family's history. So I've been working on those, um, stripping, uh, stripping off rust, dipping parts. I, uh, I had an old, very old, um, felling axe that was supposedly my great grandfather who was an actual Sawyer, and, uh, and um, what am I trying to say? Sawyer and, and Miller back in the day. So, I mean, he actually had like a mule team to, to take logs out of the woods to his sawmill. So he did not have a chainsaw. So supposedly this is one of his axes that he used to cut trees down back in the day. Nice. So I've got that. I got the rust off of that. I got it hung. Um on a handle, I've got the handle, should hopefully be drying right now. I'll put some uh, boiled linseed oil mix on it because um, I don't like any fancy finishes on my handles. I just like something just to protect the wood and, and give it some moisture. And then after that, I will start the uh, sharpening process, which should be fun. Nice. I actually, I forgot to mention that I released another YouTube video, which... For me, is a huge accomplishment because I just released the one before that a week and a half ago. Look, you're like hashtag official. Yeah, you're actually re- totally. you're actually releasing videos in a sort of succession. I'm trying. Well, we'll get into the the 2019 goal, but I'm trying to be more regular about it. Proactive. Granted, I'm not 
like a really good editor or anything. So it's going to be rough at the beginning for sure. It's, it, it always is. I mean, if you go back and watch some, like probably a guy I haven't, I haven't watched in a while. Um, but he was somebody I used to watch a decent amount on YouTube was, um, mere mortals, uh, woodworking oh, yeah. for mere mortals. Yeah, so if you go back and watch some of his like very original videos, they're sort of grainy. They're not, you know, the sound's not great. He looks slightly different. Um, he has a beard in a decent number of the videos. It's just, it's, it's crazy. And then you watch him now, and they're very, you know, f- great cuts, great uh, edits. You know, everything's pretty well polished, and he's worked out all the the necessary components to have a good video. And he still puts out great content. I just don't watch it as much because I've now found other content. Yeah, it takes years to get good at things like that. So I, it's just a matter of time, and I need to put in the effort. Yep, yep. So without further ado, let's get into 2019 goals. And we're going to have your yours and I's personal goals as well as goals for the podcast. So, do you want to do podcast goals first, since I imagine it's a shorter list? You mean because we didn't think that part out as much? I did think that. I did think that part out. Well, you I, did. I have, one, I have one goal already. So, uh, as, as it stands, we're just under the threshold for 10,000 downloads for the podcast, which is great because we've only been doing this for roughly half a year. We're not even on episode 25, and by the time episode 25 hits, we will have crossed into 2019. So based on that and looking at sort of just simple math, simple statistics, um, and logic, I think by the end of 2019, we can have 30,000 downloads. You know what we should do? What? You know how most people make those checklists, and then they write on the checklist as one of the items to make a checklist yes maybe we should have one goal be ten thousand downloads so we could achieve something so we can achieve something yeah so it's right there at 2019 and then we can also have the 30 yes because by the time people download this we will have surpassed ten thousand downloads yes unless this is a total flop which i don't think it will be i hope not flop flop All right, so that that's one of my goals for the podcast. Trevor, uh, have you got any goals for the podcast? Seeing as how you know this is this is technically your baby, I've just I've just assisted in in watching it grow and nurturing it into into the beauty that it is. One of my goals is to teach you how to update the website. okay all right that's a reasonable goal that is a reasonable goal i thought so okay so there we go we can put that up there with achieve ten thousand downloads in 2019 we also need uh i think that we can reach episode 75 by the end of 2019 Hmm. i'm gonna put that out there that's a stretch goal that's a str- okay. That's a that's a doing the best we can possibly do. Hit seventy five. That is releasing every week but one. Okay. Well, I mean, 
I would imagine if we follow on the same trend, we will probably not have a Christmas at or not record at Christmas next year. So I've thought about this. And I'm starting to think the way that Wood Talk does it sometimes is a good idea where they record two in one day and they just release them on different weeks. That's uh that's probably a good idea. That's probably a good idea. So I think that might be a good way to at least build up some in the queue so even if we don't record the week of Christmas, we can release the week of Christmas. That would actually that would actually be a very good idea. Maybe we'll shoot for one of our goals is to record two three episodes in one sitting yes i think we could do that i think so i think so we'll probably have to do that without a guest though or have a guest for one of them oh that would be good maybe the very first one go ahead and get that Mm -hmm. get that scheduled which speaking of guests i'm gonna throw out there to have at least 10 guests okay okay and to follow up with that i'm going to throw out there I would like <clears throat> I would like two guests at least. Mark Spaggs, the Wood Whisperer. Well that shouldn't be too difficult. Oh well hey now, hey now. Sorry we can't all have connections like you do. All I did what was asked? message him. <laughs> Alright. And James Wright from Wood by Wright, because those two guys are some of my favorite podcasters. Okay. Okay. Those, those are my two those are my two goals what they're going to talk about i have no idea um i think well i mean mark spags could run the gamut of different things i mean he hosts his own podcast of which he's covered thousands of topics see that's the problem is he's already talked about everything yes but the thing is if we talk about something he's talked about a decent ways in the past he may have new insight on it true true mm-hmm because remember he used to be mr sapili he also used to be mr festool and Good you point. notice he doesn't use as much he has not used a ton of sapili hardly at all lately or at least in the last year or so and he kind of limits his festool usage or at least his advertising of festool in his videos true he tries to maintain i guess less advertisement of specific products other than tight bond i mean yeah. he's definitely always going to be the tight bond man oh i came up with another goal oh what is that to not have the podcast put us in the negative anymore what do you mean from a cost perspective because mm. it costs money to run the website it costs money to do the recordings and publish them and all the other stuff so break Very even true. at least Break even. Okay. So not sure how we're gonna do that yet, but maybe we go the way of a sponsor. Potentially. We'll have to see what listeners think about Yeah. Sponsorship versus Patreon versus whatever other yeah. options might be out there. Yeah, because I have a couple people in mind that I think would be good sponsors and we're not gonna and we won't have to push, push, push to just constantly throw out advertisement. Um, that that being said, I, I listen to a lot of XM satellite radio all the time. That's mm-hmm. not an advertisement for XM. It's just I, that's what I have in my truck. Um, some of these some of these talk shows that I listen to, it's like every intro, every outro going in and out of a commercial is 
they are they are slamming these various products down your throat, and it's awful. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Now, I listened to a couple podcasts. There's one in particular, a guy named Theo Vaughn. At the beginning of his podcast, he advertises for, a ta- I think it's a taco joint in L.A., because that's, that's where he's based out of, and that's it. I, I don't think he advertises for hardly anything else. That's his big advertisement, is for a taco joint in L.A. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that's it. I don't want to. I don't want to push. I don't want to push advertisers down people's throats. I, I don't I hate, I hate that. You don't want to be an infomercial. Exactly. No one wants to see my face. So let's get into our goals. All and right. you're right. Nobody wants to see your face. I'm just kidding. Oh, you can. Suck I ha- it. I almost let it go. And you then I can just suck couldn't. it. Oh man. Yeah, it's all right. At least I you, look like a giant. You opened it up. You said you look like a giant 12-year-old? No, you look like a giant 12-year-old. You and your dirty mustache and chin whiskers. Dude, I get carded all the time still. <laughs> At 31, never, I get carded. I, ne- I never get carded. Unless it's a restaurant that's like, they will card everyone. I never I, get carded. I got carded a week ago. Maybe you need it's to drink okay. some better quality stuff. Whenever you ask for like a Budweiser, generally, you know, that's good. I was actually buying Goose Island IPA. Ooh, fancy. Fancy. Yeah, I don't drink I don't drink Budweiser or any of, you know, water beer anymore. Water beer. That was a college thing. Uh anyway. Goals. Alright. So we've split these up into two categories. Business goals mm-hmm. and shop goals. And the shop goals can be either we want to build a project that's a specific project that will either help us in the shop or whatever. And the other side of that could be a tool we want to attain or trade up or whatever. Yep. And then the business goals are more related to, you know, social Increase goals sales, or social goals, sales yeah. yeah so why don't we start off with business goals how about that all right business goals um i guess i'll start first uh business goals for me for this year um are to increase sales to have at least one private sale every month and that means for me i sell a decent amount of stuff at a store locally and i normally at least sell a couple of things a month there Um, but I would like to have private sales like I have at Christmas where people wanted uh, serving boards, charcuterie boards, things like that. Uh, Luckily things have already kind of started off on a good path. Um, A woman reached out to me a few weeks ago uh, regarding a uh, serving tray for her daughter's wedding that will then be kind of a centerpiece in their home. So that's, that's that's a sale that's already started prior to 2019. But it's 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 later in the year, so she's she's just trying to get a I guess a preemptive jump on it. Um, so basically, for me to have a private sale of either a handcrafted good or restored piece of furniture every month. Nice, that's a good goal. Yep, yep. So my first goal is to finish setting up the LLC and get the EIN number by the end of February. And the reason I'm putting a time limit is if I don't, I won't do it. All right. That's legit. 
And one thing about, so before we get too far, when I set my goals, I tried to do smart goals. Do you know what I'm talking about? So I um, learned this. There's a, I, for, I forget what the acronym stands for, but I know what you're talking about. So I put it on our website. So anybody that wants to see our goals, it's at makervisionpodcast.com slash 2019 goals. And with that, we list our goals. And then at the top of the page, we we state be sure they're smart goals, which are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So in this first goal, it's specific because I'm saying I want to set up these specific things. It's measurable because getting the actual confirmation that it's set up would be the measurement. Is it attainable? Yes, it's just a matter of me doing it. Relevant? Yes, it's relevant to me starting my business. And time-based, I put a time limit of February. So all of my goals have a time limit. It could be the end of 2019. It could be the end of February. It just depends. But it helps because it pushes you mentally. At least that's the theory. It pushes you mentally to get them done because you're putting a time limit on it. Like a hard deadline. Yes. Now if I said set up a business and that was the only thing I put, that is too vague. For lack of a better word. So, they're up there on the website. We're sharing ours, and then anybody else that wants to join us, we're sharing everybody's that wants to because we're going to try to push each other. And if there's goals that we can help each other with, maybe there's get a business card design done or something like that. Yep. We can help recommend people. Or if there's certain things that somebody does in the group, then we can try to help you get to that person we're, we're definitely making the tribe work and the the other reason we're putting it up on the website is in case you have a, a very limited you know goal set right now you're thinking okay all right right now i really don't know exactly what my goals are other than maybe three things but i want to have say five goals for the year maybe you can look at other people's goals and see if if one of those works for you or two of those work for you Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of us as makers, I mean, we're going to have similar goals in what we're trying to achieve. Um, now, shop-based things, maybe not, but general business things, those things we're going to, we're all going to want to try to to move forward with because we're all trying to make our businesses and our brands better. Yes. So with that, what is goal number two? Goal number two is to achieve twenty five hundred followers on Instagram. Um, I don't believe that will be a you know a short-term goal. I think that's going to be have to be a long-term long-term goal, um, unless some major thing happens throughout 2019. So I think that will be my long-term goal for 2019 is to basically kind of double what I have right now as far as followers. The one so I have a similar goal that I'll talk about when I get to it. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I know or noticed when I set that goal is I cannot control it. Yeah. Which is the only downside. So it's not typically it's not a goal that you would set as a smart goal because you cannot control it. But I went ahead and did it anyway. Well, the thing is is you can partially control it by putting out consistently good content. Yes. 
and also trying to measure and calculate a little bit seeing what posts work better some some work better than others I noticed I was you know seeing a lot of the what's my top nine um, on people's Instagrams right now and one of them I noticed for some reason this year anytime they did what they call what they called meme font so basically font within the picture those did far better than any of the other ones so almost every single I think either seven or eight of the nine photos that this one particular IG account put out had the meme font in it interesting now most of those were related to actually selling an item or mm. pre-sale of an item so that probably played into it a little bit it could have been but at the same time he's putting out very quality content as well as quality materials and products I think sometimes you just you just have to put out what you think is good content yeah. and what you know people that are close to you that follow you think is good content and eventually it'll fall into place but IG goes through its swings of what it promotes and what it doesn't so yeah so my second one is to publish 12 YouTube videos by the end of 2019 so that's one a month <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a little lofty there. I don't think it's it's lofty it's not, because it's I not, haven't done it before. But. Yeah, it's 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 not lofty in the sense that I don't think you can do it. I think it's lofty in the sense that that's definitely outside of your purview. Um, lofty it's would not be some, one a week. No, that would be just crazy. Yeah, unless and you're putting out crap videos. So there's a couple ideas I have to get one a month so one of them it'd be a similar themed video every month i just haven't figured out how to do it yet but we could talk about that later i don't want to spoil it i think you need to do but a I think it's doable. Vib, little, little collab well the issue with collabs is meeting up with people because not a lot of people are in vegas well for woodworkers I'm... Okay, okay. I'm not talking about woodwork. I'm thinking like your Braille. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because those guys do collabs all the time, and they're not generally leaving L.A. or wherever they're from, somewhere in L.A. area-ish. Yeah, I'm still waiting for them to post the sign, so we'll see if they do that. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, goal number three for business. Goal number three for business... Um. Probably, I'm trying to think. I I had an idea about this one, but I don't know how. I didn't know exactly how to make it a smart idea. But to you mean a smart goal? <laughs> what? Oh, shut up. A smart goal um, to transition into more of the furniture restoration. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and try to transition my business into that. Um, I still want to build stuff for sure, and. Some of these smaller builds, like the charcuterie boards and serving platters, things like that, those are... So, what if you t do one, like, take on three restoration jobs by the end of 2019? That would be good. That would be good. I don't know yeah. if that's high or lower. I think that would be good because I think what my goal would be is to find a piece of ratty furniture and start to finish turn it into something beautiful there you go 
So I think that's maybe that's what I ought to do is is find a diamond in the rough, fix it, repair it, show my restoration skills, build my restoration skills, and then if I can, sell it. <laughs> well, even then, as you're getting started, I think you're just going to have to not give it away, but make people good deals. Yeah. Until well, the they thing start is, seeing is, your work. A lot of times finding a diamond in the rough means finding a piece of furniture that is cheap also to begin true. with. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have more. It, it, well, I guarantee I'm going to have more invested in my time and outside materials such as stripper, sandpaper, mm-hmm. things like that, um, than the actual piece itself. Unless I can find a really nice piece that doesn't necessarily need the most restoration, but could use a new, it could could use a new, you know, outlook on life. <laughs> there you go. My number three is to launch my website by the end of March. So I'm, I'm not the one making it. I'm having mm. it made for me. But there's things I have to provide to the person to be able to finish it. So I need to do that gotcha so yeah and the reason i'm making a website is i've listened to crushing it by gary Mm -hmm. v you you love gary v well i think if you if you want to grow and you want to build a brand i think story brand by don miller as well as the books by Gary B are all good things to listen to. If I mean, I just listened to the audiobook. But they they push the have diverse presence online because if your platform that you have all of your eggs in one basket on tanks, all of your presence tanks. So the intent is by building a website, I'll have a landing page that I can control and will always be there as long as the internet is around. Very true. Very, very true. I mean, and the other thing is you can possibly start taking orders in through your website. That's the other plan is sell stock items that are non-custom as well as, you know... Basic, Basically, hey, I want... 300 magnets yeah this is this is what i want them to look like here's my logo here's my payment batch out 300 magnets you know it's not like it's not like a custom sign order it's it's things that are are batched materials and though there will be a form that people can fill out if they want a custom sign to get a quote so things like that it it should have all of that by the time i'm done goal number four Goal number four, I only had three business goals, so I'm at goal number four. So my goal number four (laughs) is to sell 20 signs by the end of 2019. Oh, that's, I think, I think that's super reasonable. Well, lately, I think it's because of the holiday, but lately. I mean, you got what, like 10 or 15 signs out in the last two months or something? Probably 10. Yeah, but the thing I'm finding out is Christmas hits, mm-hmm. and about everybody twenty wants people wanted quotes, and zero ordered. 
and they're all within the same ranges as all the signs before that I've sold. Mm-hmm. But people are getting to the end of the year. They're finding out that... Well, I think some people are wanting the Walmart pricing. Mm-hmm. They want the handmade, handcrafted, but they want to pay 100 bucks for I need, something yeah, that I need, normally I need costs the, I need the under $50 more. gift item. And I think that's part of it, is people... People undervalue makers in general, not just me. So you have people wanting, you know, $300 worth of work and they want to pay 50 bucks. And I, I refuse to do that. So if people want to walk away because I'm too high, that's fine. It just means that they were going to be a pain in the butt to begin with. Very true. Very, very true. And my goal number five, which is the one I talked about that I can't control is to hit <laughs> 10,000 on Instagram by the Ooh. end of the year. Ooh. That is okay. my goal. Okay. I purposely and... made it a lofty goal. All right. So, what are you sitting at right now? Like 5 4,700. Okay, so you're just under 5. Um I think I think 10,000 is pretty reasonable, especially if you start getting some tra- good traction on YouTube. The, I think that'll definitely help. The other thing is I have, I currently have three signs, four signs out there mm-hmm. with people that have promised to post them and they have audiences have not, have not greater them. than 100,000 and they have not done it. Yep. So if on the off chance one of them does, I'm hoping it'll do a spike where a bunch of people that aren't because they're all outside of the maker community so their audiences are all new so if i if they share the sign there's a good potential that i'd get uh new eyes from different areas that's good but again i can't control them not sharing it like they promised so sometimes that's how it goes very very true but I think I think based on your based on your abilities and based on kind of how things have been trending, I think ten thousand is pretty reasonable. Yeah. I yeah. don't see it being totally outrageous. No, no. It's, it's gonna be difficult, lofty, don't get me wrong. It's definitely lofty, but I don't think it's gonna be crazy. So You know what? I think I know the secret. What's that? We all just you know go sports illustrated swimsuit model and we'll easily hit 10,000. Yeah, um you don't have that body type, chief. Dude, don't crush my dreams. <laughs> you are uh I'm just kidding. Yeah. I wouldn't do that anyway even if I had the ability to do that. Yes. Well, you know I have a specific phrase for that, but it's not something I'll use on the podcast. It's yes. something that <laughs> Which, when we when we see these awful awful Instagram posts that do really well, I have a specific phrase for those. It's amazing how many DMs I have gotten since the episode we talked about this kind of stuff from other people saying, "Man, you guys are so right. This is ridiculous." Like, yep. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't stoop to that level if I were you. Just FYI, they're like, yeah. "Well, what if I?" No, don't. It's like, yeah, sure, they have. A lot of followers now, but I wouldn't want to be known for that. 
across the community. Yep. Anyway, side note. Shop goals. <laughs> shop goals. Okay. Um, I got a couple shop goals. Nothing I don't think that is like crazy or ridiculous. But it's mostly I mean it, they're they're all monetary based, really. Um because generally if I'm gonna build something for my shop, I, I I'm gonna use stuff on hand, so I try not to 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 dig into you know, dig into money to build something for the shop unless I absolutely have to. Um so as far as shop projects go, I'm not uh I'm I'm not really gonna do shop projects. I'm gonna do more of specific items. Um and probably one of the first items would be either a lay a used lathe or a used jointer. Um You are in the perfect spot for used tools though. I am. I am. I actually found um somebody's actually selling a used Makita track saw. Like for like two two twenty five. Nice. Yeah, I have a feeling it's it's probably already gone. I saw it earlier this sure. week, but I was like, I don't, you know, I feel like I need a jointer or a lathe more than I need more than I need a track saw at this point. I cannot find used anything here that's worth anything. So there, I would search in Atlanta, Charlotte, and then Greenville, Asheville. I think, and I, I think I've got always my range. Stuff. I think I've got my range set to seventy-five miles of of Greenville, based That's on about Facebook. What mine was when I was there. Yeah, seventy-five miles of Greenville. So I found a really, really nice jointer a little while back. Um, is actually an eight. It was actually an eight-inch jointer, but it was like way on the other side of Atlanta, and I was like, uh, between going to Atlanta, trying to figure out how to get it, yeah. getting it back, you know. It, it just it just wasn't worth it. It just wasn't worth it. But I have seen several lathes here recently. Some of them being like professional grade jet lathes to like old old like Delta yeah. or uh, Craftsman lathes. Well, now you're getting into because Christmas just passed. Mm-hmm. People are getting new stuff and they're going mm-hmm. to be selling the old stuff. Yes. So it's perfect. But for me, there don't seem to be a ton of woodworkers. And the ones that are here tend to buy high-end stuff, and then they never sell it. So the things you find on Craigslist are like, oh, I have a 30-year-old craftsman drill that I want 50 bucks for. I'm like, why the heck would I do that? People here, you can't sell anything used here because somebody out there has one at a flea market. It's ridiculous. Well, the other thing is you're you're literally at the home of pawn shops. Like and that's you're the, the you're at the mecca of pawn shops. So it's, it's why extremely sell something difficult. on the internet whenever you can just go to a pawn shop? It's very difficult to both buy and sell used stuff here. That has to be picked up because tools you can't really ship as well. Yep. <clears throat> but anyway, my shop goal number one is to build a laser cabinet for my smaller laser by the end of 2019. So right now it sits on a workbench that's like eight feet long. And I, if I build the laser cabinet to fit the tabletop I have already, it'll reduce it to, I think, 52 inches. 
so it's just over four feet, mm-hmm. which leaves me enough space to put both of my lasers and my painting assembly cabinet mm-hmm. all on one wall. That'd and right nice. now I can't do that. So the plan is to build the new cabinet and ditch the old eight foot long one that came with the house. Well, I mean, don't just ditch it. Definitely salvage as much as you can. There's, it was built with like the crappiest material. It's got to be like a 20 or 30 year old workbench. Oh, wow. So it's, it's really rough. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying to reduce the footprint of stuff in the garage so I can, so I'm also going to get rid of a uh, metal storage cabinet that's out there Mm -hmm. because it just takes up too much room and put a tool in its place that I already have. There you go. 20 bucks cash. I've thought about selling my scroll saw too because I never use it anymore. You mean that scroll saw that you never used when you lived here, and I said, hey, I would take it off your hands pretty reasonably, but you're like, no, I'll just take it with me. Well, I've been, I've used it twice since I came here, and lately it's far easier to just use my jigsaw. Yep. <clears throat> so, you live and you learn. Yep. yep. I know, don't hate. Anyway, goal number two for your shop. Goal number two. Goal number two. Uh, probably just do a, a lighting upgrade. Um, it's you know not not a super lofty goal. Um, That's but, a fairly I mean, reasonable. You know, it's it's nothing nothing crazy, but to get some more, um, probably four foot four bulb, um, like fluorescent. Cabinets, not fluorescent cabinets, fluorescent, fluorescent house. Well, I just need the housing, oh. and then I stick LED bulbs in it. Yeah. Because LED bulbs, I can actually get a pretty decent price, I found out. Um, I just need the housing. Thankfully, the job I work in uh, allows me access to occasionally get such items for free. I just have to get to them before someone else does. Well, I wish you luck. Yeah, I think it and the other thing me. is, I'll just need to. I just need to get more Romex. I mean, that's yeah. that's probably one of the more expensive items is buying enough Romex Definitely. and boxes. So mine, I think mine total was about two hundred and forty dollars to do the LED lighting in my garage. That's not bad. But I that's have. Not bad. Keep in mind, I have ten LED four foot with two bulb pic, uh, fixtures. Okay, so you have 20 bulbs. Yes, because... Okay, so basically that's what I would end up probably having because I think right now I have either four or five screw-in standard El Cheapo um, like incandescent light bulbs. Well, when I did mine, I bought four, which was enough for the old house. Yeah, I mean, that was a ton of light. It had very tall ceilings, like 12 foot. This house has eight foot tall to the joist or the trusses. Mm -hmm. And it only disperses light within like a four foot square. Yep. So I had to buy more, which is how I ended up with 10. Because buying six was like $10 more than buying four. 
Oh, wow. So I just went ahead and bought the six. So my shop goal number two, which I've had this forever, is finish the shop stool (laughs) that was sent to me by Mammoth. (laughs) That... You had that before you moved. I know. Uh, I've had it. Oh God. I've had it for at least a year and to finish it with a maple end grain top that is laser engraved with my logo. That's so you're having to do like actual woodworking by the end of 20, by the end of January, 2019. Wow. So it's not, so the problem is it's not difficult to do it. Mm-hmm. But I find things like doing signs that take longer. Mm-hmm. I do those instead of the five minute glue up. So I need it's to It's not a five minute glue up, I guarantee. I already that. have the strips cut. Oh. Do you and you have them jointed and everything? Yeah. Cause I, I had originally planned to use them for a cutting board. And I was like, well, they'll work out well, because they're about an inch wide. Mm-hmm. So if I stack enough of them, I can make, as long as they're wide enough, I think they're 11 and three quarters or something. So if I stack enough, I should be able to get the end grain seat out of it and then just cut it in a circular shape and send it through my friend's drum sander. Well, that's good. That's what I was, that was the one thing I was going to say that no matter how perfect your glue up is, for some reason, you always have like undulations and an end grain. Yeah. So I'm going to sucks. send it through a drum sander. Yes. But anyway, that is by the end of 2019. You mean so January I already have 2019? Material. I thought you yeah, said whatever. January 2019. It is January. The end of January. Okay, that's that. That's what I you said. I don't know Initially, what I said. you just said the end of 2019, which means you'll never get the shop stool done. Hater. Anyway, I have the material for both goal number one and two because last night I bought the plywood for the cabinet. That's good. And you have the design for the cabinet. I do, which was done by Engstrom. So Richard, right? Yes. It's Richard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's an amazing designer. Crazy, me... crazy good. And I don't, uh, I have no idea what it, what his day job is. I'm assuming he does this for a living. So shout out to him. His Instagram is at engstrom.design. So E-N-G-S-T-R-O-M dot design. He designed it for me completely for free. All I did was ask him if he could help me tweak the design I had, and then he helped me come up with something that looks way more aesthetically pleasing for being a cabinet. Yes, he's a... I don't know exactly what he does for a living, but... I don't know. He is a hell of a designer. And he's a great person to talk to. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever really interacted with him other than, you know, Facebook, or not Facebook, Instagram Instagram comments, yes. Um, Goal number three. Goal number three, goal number three will probably be, um, shoot. What you're saying is you don't have a goal number three? No, I keep getting. You're coming up with one on the fly? No, I keep getting choked (laughs) up every time. Every flipping time. Goal number three for me, it will probably be more of a is more of a want something I've wanted for a while as opposed to necessarily a need for the shop. Um, but a, uh, a low angle jack plane. 
I've wanted uh, one for quite a while. Um, I remember you talking have, about that. Yes, I talked about it last week on last week's episode. Um, I've wanted one for quite a while, and they're not cheap. Um, they're you know they're well over a hundred and fifty dollars if you get a good one. And for me, most of my tools are well under fifty dollars, uh, outside of you know bigger bigger sort of tools. So trying to pull the trigger on something like that just feels like a hugely hugely wasteful expense i guess just because i may not use it as often as as i need to and uh it's a very expensive tool my preference is to buy used but most low angle used tools don't really exist they're more in somebody's collection or they're in a you know a specialized hand tool dealer and they're very expensive yeah I, well, my tool acquirement goal actually already happened, so I can't, you know. <laughs> you got nothing, son. You got I was nothing. like, well, I can make it a 2019 goal, and then I did it before 2019, but it had to happen. Yes, so. I mean, it was, it was necessary to facilitate movement further. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's one for you. Are there any other accessories for the new big laser? I know you have that rotary detachment head thingy. So the only thing I can think of at the moment would be a four-inch lens. A four-inch lens. Which is better for doing... They call it 3D engraving, but it's like engraving contoured items. Hmm. Because... If you focus the laser at one height, which the laser doesn't change height during the engraving typically. So the lens helps to reach a item that is further from the A better focal point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's meant for like a lot of the examples I've seen are like skateboards where it like curves at the end of the skateboard Mm -hmm. for like the tip and the tail. Mm-hmm. And it helps get a better engraving on things like that, that kind of like they're straight and then they curve down. Hmm. So I think that's that's probably the only real thing other than what I already have. Gotcha. I, I wasn't sure. I'm like, you know me, I'm not uh, not really the technologically inclined, don't know enough about the laser to, to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. My number three is to insulate and drywall the garage by the Ooh. end of the year. Ooh, that's okay. All right. Because I would suggest by the end of the spring uh, yeah. so you don't roast yourself to death. It's that one's more of a money and time thing than just mm-hmm. a time thing because it will not be cheap to do. Okay. Yeah, and the thing is, is I honestly would suggest having a professional do it. Honestly, drywall I'm... sucks. The only thing I've thought unless, about doing... unless you're not going to mud any of the joints, then it's it's like throwing up plywood. I've thought about, <clears throat> I've thought about a couple things. I've thought about doing the insulation myself, mm-hmm. and then have somebody else drywall because I don't mm-hmm. really want to deal with the drywall. I don't know how to do it, and I don't really want to 
cut it and breathe it in and all that other stuff. Well, here's one thing you have to think about. You literally are going to have to move basically everything out of your garage. Yeah. Because if any of that drywall dust gets in either one of those machines, you're screwed. Correct. Yeah. So I'm going to cover them and take them out. And I've thought, I need to get quotes, but I've thought about just having somebody else drywall it. Like, that would be my suggestion. There's existing drywall I need to rip down because it was water damaged at one point. Mm-hmm. And rip that out, get the insulation that's in there out, and then redo it all. Yeah. Yeah, putting the insulation up's pretty, I mean, it's pretty simple. You just yeah. need the insulation, rolled batting. Um, well, the biggest and... thing was finishing the electrical, which now the True. garage electrical is pretty much settled. There's just house electrical left. Gotcha. But I think what I'm going to do is, depending on how sign sales go, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use profits from that to fund, because it's it's basically my shop. Yeah. So it's basically a business expense to upgrade the shop. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Well, and the other thing you could always do is just uh, try to find like a good, reputable drywall company and be like, "Hey, um, if you'll knock some pr- some some uh, you know money off this price, I'll make you a free sign." <laughs> you know, I might do that. I mean, so advertising's yeah. advertising, or yeah. making like four thousand you know business cards or something for them, laser cut business cards. I might do that. So what's do you have a goal number four? I do have a goal number four, um, and it's it's not uh, it's it's more of a shop you know sort of just a a shop comfort thing, not necessarily heating or cooling or anything like that. But I've had a squirrel cage fan for a while, a little, little something I bought uh, I think when I was buying a box of tools, and a guy was like, "Give me ten bucks for it, and I'll take it." I've had that sitting in the shop for a while, and I have not gotten it wired up or anything. I'm thinking about making a poor man's, um, poor man's not dust collector, but more like dust filter, uh, very similar to what uh, the Mad Raven has. So, and he actually did a whole YouTube video on it. It's mostly just, I guess, me taking the time to get some plywood, cut it down to the specific dimensions, wire up the fan, and then just get a bunch of cheap air filters to go on it. Nice. Because I think having one central um, sort of uh, dust filter, or, or I guess dust boss mm-hmm. is what I, we call them in our business, dust boss in the shop would not be that helpful um, because my shop's a little bit more spread out than a lot of people's are that have just one singular unit. So I think having one on wheels I could move around and put next to specific tools as they operate would be better, especially whenever I'm doing uh, parts cleaning, um, using a wire, using the wire wheel and the drill press to, to clean off gunk and rust and scale like that. Um, so that way it's not being thrown up in the air. I'm not breathing it as much, which I wear my respirator anyways, but mostly so it doesn't go over to where my... Um, go over where my heater and air conditioner are and then get stuck in that air filter. Um, because while I thoroughly enjoy having heating and cooling in my shop, having that whole unit downstairs sucks because it destroys filters all the time. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Yep. 
my goal number four goes along with goal number three get an AC unit for the garage by the end of the year so okay. the intent is to insulate and drywall mm-hmm. and then do the AC unit so are you thinking like a through wall like a PTAC unit almost like not as big as what what hotel would have in it but um something similar to that where you mount it on a wall you have you have fresh air coming in the back and then it just kind of constantly is blowing and circulating potentially i've looked at like mini splits and things like that mini split yeah mini splits a, a a good one um but you have to have an outside condenser for that, yeah. which, I mean, the outside condenser would be better, but you're then having to condense, you know, the air that, or you're having to deal with, with very, very hot conditions outside, um, which is going to put more strain on that mini, mini, you know, mini split unit. Yeah. So we'll, um, we'll see. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. So another thing you can do is get one of the freestanding air conditioners. Yeah. Um, and basically just blow it on you when you're working or just kind of put it in the general area. It's got two little sort of snorkel mm-hmm. attachments. Um, I'll have to yeah. insulate my garage too, but yeah. Well, that's the primary thing is insulate the garage, put the drywall up. Cause even with the insulation, the drywall really helps stop the constant heat, yeah. cold uh, transfer. So I don't have to figure out the garage door, but yeah. Garage door is simple. Uh, get some foil faced insulation, cut it, in, cut it into the strips to fit in the slats of the garage door. Mount it to it. It's done. That's pretty yeah. simple. That's what that's what most people do. Yeah. Um, the only the, the only sucky part is the windows. That's where you're going to get a lot of heat loss, heat gain. Oh, it's I can cover them up. I don't really want to, but I can. There I kind of like when there's some light coming in mm-hmm. on occasion. Anyway, do you have any goal number five? Goal number five, um, goal number five probably would be the most, I guess, possibly intangible or lofty goal, and that would be to get um, a full dust collection system kind of Ooh. piped throughout the shop. I have a dust collector; it's a good, you know, it's pretty decent, but it's not really piped. I just basically take it to the individual machines as needed, which. Being a hand, predominantly hand tool woodworker, I don't use it that often. But the few times that it's like, okay, I want to rip down a bunch of goods on the table saw, I've got to unhook it, I've got to move it over the table saw, hook it up to the table saw, and, and do it that way. Um, it, you know, it just adds maybe 15, 20 minutes to the whole whole deal. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that's just kind of annoying. Nice. nice. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I think... I think it can be done. It's just lofty in the fact that it's just a lot of time time for something that may not have that much return on it necessarily. True. Um, because I generally don't have a, that much of a problem sweeping stuff up, cleaning stuff up. And honestly, outside of my planer, how often do I run a bigger tool? Good point. So, you know. My last one, which is a lofty one, based on what I just got. <laughs> and the last one is to get some type of CNC machine by the end of the year. Ooh. So this could yeah. be like a hobby one, like X-Carve or Shapeoka or whatever. 
and inventables. But it's to do it's to get one so I can cut some uh, thicker stuff when needed. Okay. <clears throat> but you know that one is a definite stretch goal because yeah, I have uh, payments to make on the bigger lady. You have payments to make on the bigger one. I'm pretty sure your wife would kill you if you bought any more tools. Oh, for sure. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's pretty good. I think we have five pretty solid goals for shop goals. I mean, I only had three for business goals. You had five for business goals. I think they're all pretty reasonable in what it is that we're trying to achieve and what we're trying to do. Some of them are more, you know, of a time-related issue. It's, you know, we Mm -hmm. have to devote the time to do it because time spent doing something in the shop that's not productive is time, you know, it's basically time lost. Correct. So, you know, it's just basically where do we want to to give up? You know, do we want to do we want to take the money that we have gotten from our business and put it into something as opposed to pocketing it and holding on to it for a while, saving it? Or do we want to take the time, spare time that we have that we could be doing other things, productive things and putting it back into the shop Correct. for non-productive items? So, you know, that's probably one of the major things that I that I always say about goals is you have to make the decision monetary or time that's yes. I mean that's that's pretty much what any goal is for just about anything you do is either going to be a monetary related issue or time related issue correct but I have found that I tried to this has been more recent but based on the audiobooks I've been listening to I've been taking my lunch break and instead of just sitting there wasting that time mm-hmm. on something non-productive, I'm either working on sign designs. Yesterday I used it to finish editing and publish the YouTube video. I mean, I've used it for writing out my business plan. So there's an hour during the day, in the middle of the day, that I have started to use towards this kind of stuff instead of just going out to eat with coworkers. And really, I don't like to go out to eat half the time anyway at lunch. So it it helps me utilize that time for something better that normally mm-hmm. would have been wasted. Gotcha. And instead of listening to the radio on the way to the work, I've been trying to listen to podcasts or audiobooks on the way to and from instead. Yep. So I'm at least, you know, trying to educate myself and get better at things with time that was normally wasted. There you go. That's so. good. That's good. I mean, I try to spend, if I can, spend time in the shop later on in the evening if I'm not working on a project, just working on other things. Last night I I worked on hanging two axes. So Nice. I mean, is that productive for my business? Not really, but they're, you know, it's, it's things that I like to do. It also, you know, provides some extra content, have extra pictures, this, that, and the other. So, you know, whenever I do need some content, I've got content. There you go. I think that wraps up the goal one. So I think so. We're, we're pushing an hour, so yeah. I think we're pretty good. I think, again, if, if people want to share their goals, I th- I'm going to try to make a form button on here that people can submit their goals and we'll add them. Mm-hmm. But the whole point is to put your goals on here. We all see them, and we see if we can help with any of them. 
and we try to push each other. So it's kind of like those run clubs where you you try to push each other to run a little bit further every week. Mm-hmm. But this is push each other to accomplish our goals. And I'm thinking... To make, to make making better. <laughs> what I want to do, and I don't know if we'll be able to make this happen yet, but at the end of the year, the person that achieves the most goals that they set at, by the end of January, so mm-hmm. they have to be set by the end of January and on here, my plan is to have a prize pack for the person that achieves the most goals. That's pretty freaking but, awesome. But you and I would be disqualified because. Well, I don't think I don't think I'm going to achieve that many goals. Well, that and it's not really. It wouldn't be fair to make a contest for something where one of us would win. Very true. Very very true. So that hopefully that'll push people to share their goals on here. We'll try to get a prize pack together by the end of the year. And the person that achieves the most goals that are set in stone on here in January, we will send something to. And the whole, when you achieve a goal, we'll actually put a check mark over the box. So you'll just have to let us know when you achieve the goal. Yep. Yep. So um, I think we also need to do a live soon. I think we should do that. We'll have to figure that out, but yeah. Yep. Yeah, last time I forgot my headphones. It was quite loud. So remember headphones. Definitely headphones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I think that's it for the day because my kids and my dogs are awake. And my dogs oh, yay. Oh, yay. Well, my cat's been pestering me the entire time. Oh, so I've heard I'm... her. Him. It's the, it's the creepy him. one. My bad. Him. Yeah, it's the creepy one. So, All right. Trevor? Take it easy. Have a good one, man. Get something accomplished today. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. See ya. Thank you for listening to our show. Be sure to check out MakerVisionPodcast.com. We'll post valuable resources, tips, and info about anything we've talked talked about in today's shows or past shows. And all these things are to help your Maker Vision become a Maker Reality. If you have any questions or suggestions or any comments about what you heard today or Once again, in previous episodes, feel free to drop us a line at makervisionpodcast at gmail.com, on Instagram at makervisionpodcast, or through mine and Trevor's personal Instagram accounts, and that is Old South Woodcraft or Maker Experiment. If you like the show, please give us a five-star review and and just some really nice words to, to let us know how good we're doing. Or if you didn't like it, let us know what you didn't like about it. Either way, we're happy to hear from you. And you can go and do that on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Once again, thank you for joining us on our podcast, and we really look forward to hearing hearing from you next week. 